Hi, I'm Meredith Emily. And I'm Noel Cowman. Between us, we have over 30 years' experience in the fitness, nutrition and wellbeing industry. Our goal is to share that knowledge and experience with you. So, welcome to the Intelligent Fitness Podcast. And welcome back to the Intelligent Fitness Podcast. In today's episode, we're welcoming two special guests to the podcast, Keelan and Aoife, who are two of our under-16s camogie players in Fingalians, where Noel and I are based in the gym. These guys do their strength and conditioning with me in the gym every week, so they're used to me talking to them about nutrition, uh, particularly around training and match day nutrition. What I wanted to do today was to turn it around a little bit and give them the chance to talk to me about their thoughts and feelings around food and nutrition and to find out from a parent's perspective what young people's experience is of what they're eating and how it makes them feel and how we as parents can help and support them to get the right nutritional balance. So first of all, I'll introduce the girls. Uh, We'll start with Keelan. Hello and welcome. Hi. So Keelan, you play for the under-16s Camogie team. How often are you training with them at the moment? Um, we train twice a week. Okay, and then you're in the gym with me as well once a week. Yeah. So you're a fairly fit and active young person. Um, and you're going to need to eat a diet that supports that because you're also doing sports in school. Yeah. Okay, so Aoife, hello. Hi. <laughs> Tell us first of all, how old are you? I'm 14. 14, okay. And Keelan, you're 14, 14 as well? Yeah, yeah. okay, brilliant. Uh, so you're obviously also a, a camogie player, so you're doing the same amount of training. You're also yeah. a fit, active young person. Um, so you guys are going to have fairly similar kind of nutritional needs. Um, so for you guys at the moment, it's you're at a really important time in terms of your development and brain development um, and in terms of forming habits with your nutrition that might last for years to come. Um, so I'd, I'd really like to start by just kind of running through what kinds of foods you're eating typically in a day. Um, if we could start with breakfast and we'll go with a school day to start with. So Keelan, if we can start with you, can you just run over with us what you would typically eat uh, for breakfast on a school morning? Um, so a typical breakfast for a school morning for me is probably either a wheat mix or porridge. Okay. Um, and I'd probably have some sugar on the wheat mix and porridge. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then a glass of water. Okay. Perfect. Uh, do you eat breakfast every day or do you sometimes skip breakfast? No, I always eat breakfast. Very good. Okay, yeah. that was the right answer. <laughs> Just to say there are no right and wrong answers. We really want to get a good picture of what you guys are eating and a good kind of honest picture of what's going on with your nutrition. So if you feel that an answer is kind of in inverted commas a bad answer, don't be afraid because there's no judgment. Um, so Aoife, what would you typically eat for breakfast on a school morning? Well, if I have time, I'll have bran flakes okay. and just milk it. Bran flakes are great. They're very high in fibre. That's a great way to start the day. Um, so when you say if you have time, are there times when you might skip breakfast? Yeah, there are times. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. You don't have to apologise. Yeah. Okay. Do you find then, Aoife, that on the days when you skip breakfast, does that make a difference to how you feel during the day, during the school day? Well, if I like, if I do skip breakfast, like I'll always like, be ended up, ended up like eating my lunch like during class or something like okay. I'll never I can never like wait until lunch so you bring your lunch with you to school yeah and you end up just eating it early yeah so what do you do then later on when it's lunchtime yeah that's the thing because <laughs> I don't eat all of it but um most time I can wait until like break and lunch yeah okay. but then just sometimes like 
breakfast, eat a bit much <laughs> during class. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's, if you skip breakfast, that's going to impact your yeah. eating for the whole day, really. It has a knock-on effect for the whole day. Okay, so you bring your lunch with you. Keelan, do you do the same? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and you, you bring your lunch every day, do you, both of you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what kinds of things are we bringing in for school lunches? Uh, Keelan, if we start with you. Um, a brown bread sandwich with ham and cheese and an apple and an orange and a flapjack. Very good, okay, and Aoife? Yeah, I'm like the exact same. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. managed so. Okay, brilliant. And you'd tend to have the same kind of thing every day, would you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and does your school provide uh, food? Do, do you have, you know, a canteen or the... Yeah, we actually just got one there. But it's yeah. like not like actual, like... like. It's not like fresh, like actual like dinner kind of food. Yeah, okay. It's just packed like sandwiches. Like if you forget okay. your lunch. Okay, so they're not providing yeah. hot meals. It's just yeah. sandwiches. Yeah. And, okay, brilliant. Yeah. And do you have vending machines with drinks and chocolate bars? And We actually, we got we rid got of them. We got rid of them, yeah. Very good. Yeah. A lot of schools around the area seem to be doing that at the moment. So there does yeah. seem to be a movement in schools towards providing healthier options for kids, which is great. Yeah. Um, how many kids do you find get the school lunches to, or does everybody just bring their own? Um, there's actually the canteen's actually doing fairly well because they do do but, soup as well sometimes. Yeah, oh like there's yeah. not much unhealthy things there. Okay. Yeah. Like the most unhealthy thing would be like a chocolate rice cake. Yeah, oh, that's very good. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I'm impressed with with the what schools are doing at the moment with the food they provide for kids. Um, and how do you feel about eating your food in the school? It might sound like a strange question, but we have teenage girls in our house. We've got two 13-year-olds in our house, and we have a real problem with um, getting them to take any food at all to school. And the setup in our school is that there is a canteen, but there's not enough space in the canteen for everybody to sit down at lunchtime. So a lot of the people end up walking around, and they're kind of walking in and out of the school and around the grounds, and they have to eat as they go. And... Some of the, the young people I know feel very self-conscious having to walk past groups and, of people eating where they're seeing what they're eating and they're kind of being observed. Is that something that you've experienced or not? Well, we have. We don't have that many tables and all indoors, but we only get to sit on them for like a 15-minute break. Okay. And then when it's lunch, then we all go outside. Okay, so, so. You, you're in the same situation then. You guys are kind of walking around outside. And Keelan, do you... Or do you know it of anybody who feels self-conscious walking around outside eating, having people see you eating? Um, I don't feel the most comfortable to no. like walking around and seeing people me like see me eat. Yes, but yeah, I don't really know anyone else. It's a little bit like being on show, isn't it? Yeah. What could the school do to help you with that? Do you think we could get a few more tables and all? Yeah, because they make we have like the junior and like senior like first to third and then fifth and sixth and all and when it's lunchtime they make the juniors like go outside okay but if it's like raining or if it's like then we get to stay inside okay so we don't really have like we have to go outside yeah we don't so, have an option yeah no, okay all right so, so it might be better if if schools in general had bigger canteens and yeah. better options for people to actually be able to sit down and yeah it is actually better for you to to, to sit and eat it's not so good for you to be kind of standing up walking and moving as you're eating so and I always like people to eat kind of mindfully so to enjoy the food that you're eating and to eat it slowly and you know focus on what you're eating and you obviously can't do that if you're walking around in the rain so yeah <laughs> so maybe that's something that the schools could be thinking of to help you guys um what something we found that's helped in our house with breakfasts and cereal is it's a great breakfast it's much better than nothing at all um it it would be great if you had more of a balanced breakfast in terms of getting a little bit more protein some more good fats in and maybe a little bit less sugar something that we've found has helped in our house because our 
guys don't eat breakfast at all. They just refuse. They refuse to eat breakfast and then they refuse to eat in school. So they're coming out of school at four o'clock and they haven't eaten anything all day, which is why I'm so interested in this uh, topic. So something we've found that's helped is giving them smoothies for breakfast. We've got a Nutribullet and we just whiz up some frozen fruit and some yogurt and some oats and make kind of breakfast smoothies for them. And then they can sip on those as they're getting ready and straightening their hair and doing their makeup and all that stuff. <laughs> would that be something you guys would consider as a breakfast option? Well, I'd love to have that as breakfast. Yeah. I feel like that. It's just like nicer. Yeah. Because you don't want to go to the stress of making, you'd rather go to the stress of making something that you'd actually enjoy to eat. Yeah. But when there's like nothing in your house, like... Cereal gets a bit you boring, as, doesn't Yeah, it? you might as well just like skip. Yeah. You, might, you think like... Yeah, okay, so. yeah, yeah. Even something like scrambled eggs or, you know, something that's a bit higher in protein that's going to keep you feeling fuller for longer. Do you guys find that your concentration in class is ever affected by what you've eaten during the day? Yes. Okay, <laughs> okay Keelan, you're nodding. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you find affects your concentration when you're in school if in terms I, of what you've eaten? Um, if I don't even eat enough yeah. breakfast, okay. it really affects my concentration does it okay yeah. do you think maybe something like a hot breakfast might be helpful for you and keep you feeling fuller for longer and um maybe i don't know yeah, yeah. it could be something you could try yeah there is a, a definite correlation between what you're eating and how much of it and what's going on in your brain so do you guys have you heard about blood sugar and people talking about blood sugar levels so with sugary cereals and things like that especially which a lot of us eat at breakfast time or we're adding honey or, or sugar to the porridge that we're eating or the breakfast foods that we're eating the amount of sugar that's floating around in your blood goes right up when we eat something sugary but very quickly it goes crashing right down again and it's when you get right down again that you your energy levels slump your brain function starts to be affected so that's why you're finding that you're having these kind of peaks and troughs in terms of your concentration in school so if you can be eating breakfast foods that are a little bit going to sustain you for a bit longer, that are a bit higher in protein, a bit higher in good fats, um, like, um, you know, avocado and eggs and all those sorts of foods, you will find that your concentration is better. Um, OK, so let's move on to after school then. So we've talked about the food that you're eating during school. You guys, apart from a Wednesday, you guys finish at, is it four o'clock? Yeah, it's Monday and Tuesday is five to four and okay. then all the other days is quarter past three. Okay, so how are you guys feeling when you're coming out of school at three or four o'clock and you maybe haven't taken in enough food in the day? When you, you said to me just, just today when we met, you feel hungry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> starving? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're coming, you're coming out of school and you're absolutely starving. What kinds of food choices are you guys making when you feel like that? So say you've maybe skipped breakfast. Aoife, let's imagine you skip breakfast, you, you eat your lunch at kind of small break because you're starving and then there's not really anything to eat at lunchtime and then suddenly it's three or four o'clock mm -hmm. and you, you're absolutely ravenous. You might have done sports in school. What kinds of things do you feel like eating then when you're in that state and you're really, really hungry? Uh, well, most, yeah, I'd rather just have like toast and beans. Okay. And that, and then if I'm like... If I'm bothered to make it, I love like pasta, pesto and like okay. cheese and all. So you need something really filling and really, that's, yeah. that's really going to fill you up. Okay. And Keelan, how about you? What kinds of things would you have when you come home from school hungry? Um, Yeah, I'd have beans on toast and I'd always have a coffee. I, oh, okay. Yeah. And I'd probably have like a chocolate bar or something. Okay. So you find that you're reaching for the kind of sugary yeah. foods as well. And yeah. why why coffee when you get home from school? Is there a reason for that? Is that just what you're craving then or? Um I think it's just like a routine. I've like Okay. haven't not had it. Okay. Like for 
since the start of the year. Okay. So. It's interesting that you're saying that you're going for kind of caffeine and sugary things. And that what that says to me is that you haven't taken in enough energy. So when your body hasn't been properly fueled and you're kind of really, really starving, what your brain is telling you is to reach for the things that are going to give you an instant pick-me-up. And caffeine is one of those things. So if you're low in energy, you might start to crave something like coffee, which is going to give you a, a boost and give you a brain a boost. But also the sugary, fatty foods like chocolate... Um, um, they're going to be the things that you reach for as well when you're hungry. So if you haven't eaten, uh, you know, a filling enough breakfast and then you've maybe not had enough lunch as well on top of that and you're coming out of school, you've had a hard day in school, you've been, you know, using your brains a lot, which I know you do every day. You've been doing loads of sports. Um, you're going to be coming away from that at that four, three or four o'clock in the afternoon and you're going to be absolutely starving and then reaching for kind of chocolate and things like that. When you guys do get kind of cravings for foods, does it tend to be chocolatey type things sweet things or would you go for yeah for me yeah, yeah chocolate same. I love chocolate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you finding more recently that your love of chocolate has got you know is increased is that a, a recent yeah. thing yeah okay yeah. okay so I mean that could be down to the fact that you guys are at a time in your lives when you're growing really fast you're developing and maybe that can sometimes be a sign that you're not taking in enough kind of calories actually in, in everyday life. People often attribute especially with young women you know chocolate cravings to hormones and it's not always the case I think hormones get blamed for a lot of stuff that actually <laughs> you know that actually that, that it isn't their fault. Um, so sometimes we crave sweet foods when you know, if you're going through a growth spurt and you're doing loads of sports and you're, you know, you're using your brains a lot because school's getting harder, it could just be that you're not taking in enough energy and enough fuel in terms of food during the day. And so you're reaching for the thing that's going to give you the biggest energy boost in the quickest way, which tends to be chocolate. So how much this is a bit of a contentious issue, but how much chocolate do you guys eat? Aoife, <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll start with you. <laughs> well, we get like normal, just like chocolate digestive biscuits. Yeah, and okay. like I'll like grab a, like a good few. Okay, and like the thing that's like I really need to like work on is I'll, I'll grab a few and then I'll just eat them. Yeah, and then, like I'll go back and I'll you get, get a taste for them. Yeah, and then I'll just like keep getting them. And yeah, and like they're all gone at some point. So <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yeah, and then Keelan, what? How much kind of sweet stuff are you generally eating? Um. Well, yeah, I normally go for chocolate. Okay. And it would be probably like a few biscuits. Okay. And that's right. I wouldn't so be having biscuits. like I'd nearly get sick of like having too much yeah. chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't be having that much. Okay. And then if you guys are out, say you go out with friends and you're kind of going off looking around the shops or whatever, would you be eating <coughs> chocolates and stuff like that then? Or would you tend to not mix socializing and Well, when we normally go when we like socialize, like it's food, like we go out for food. Yeah. Like that's how you are for Yeah. Like getting food. Yeah. That's but, most people's yeah. social lives to be fair. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. And what kind of food would you go for then if you're meeting, meeting up with friends and hanging out? Because like our main place is Ruby's. Okay. So like yeah. I always go for like chicken wings. Yeah. That's the same as me. Yeah. yeah. Same in our house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. When you're just going back to the the kind of you're saying you, you go for one one biscuit and then you, you kind of can't help yourself and you go back for more. <laughs> a lot of the, the things that we do in terms of the nutrition and the food that we eat is habit based. 
And a lot of people give themselves a hard time for things like, you know, if I open a packet of biscuits, I can't just stop at one. Um, and that's something that we can, th these sort of habits are being formed now for you guys at this age, and they're going to go forward into adulthood. So now's the time, if you feel that you'd like to do something about that, now is the time to do, you know, to, to kind of address that. But you can't give yourselves a hard time for eating one biscuit and then another and then another, because that's the way we're built. And if your body's craving energy and you've got the packet of biscuits, you can't really stop yourself from having more. So I think the answer there is to try and eat more during the day so that you're not hungry, so that you, when you do open a packet of biscuits, you're not eating more and more. That's just your body's way of telling you you need more energy. So, so you guys are craving a lot of chocolate and you're also... When you're socialising, you're having things like chicken wings and I think pizzas, did you mention as well? Yeah. And yeah, OK. Do you guys do the whole kind of going to Starbucks and getting the big frothy drinks as well? Or I like don't like I just <laughs> I like don't like it. I just like this thing with Star. I like don't like coffee in general. OK. And then like I don't like spending money yeah. on something that I won't really enjoy fair enough that's so. a that's a fair enough point <laughs> <laughs> sorry that came up really strong there <laughs> no, yeah i think that's it i think that's a really good uh ethic to have actually i mean why spend the money on something you don't like so absolutely what about you keelan do you go to starbucks and have the big drinks in them and uh, no like um if i go into town i'd get like one of the the small coffees but okay. that's about it. like i wouldn't be going to pavilions and no walking around with Starbucks. No. Okay. These things tend to go with you guys in kind of trends, don't they? There was the, did you go, did you guys get in your school the Circle K thing where in Circle K they're doing, I think it's like uh, slushies that have cola and they're made oh, from. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was, a, that was a big thing in our school. And then the, the you mentioned going into town, Keelan. Have you tried bubble waffles? Yes. Okay, yeah. what do we think of them? Oh my God, they're, they're so, so nice. nice. <laughs> they're gorgeous. Yeah. So I was, I haven't tried them myself, but uh, uh, the, the guys in our house were showing me photos of what they look like the other day and they just look like enormous kind of milkshakes with chocolate spilling mm -hmm. over the edges. And yeah. So when these things, you know, are the trend and everybody's getting them, do you buy into that and you go along and you get them too? And Yeah. Yeah, like if it looks good, then yeah, like, okay. I definitely want it. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, fair, <laughs> fair enough. So we've talked about some of the, um, I, I don't like using the words good and bad when it comes to nutrition, but some of the things that we know aren't uh, as nutritious for us, like the chocolate and the Starbucks and the, the bubble waffles. And um, when we talk about a good diet um, or good nutrition, I think that probably means something different to each of us. So for me, when I talk about a good diet or eating well, it, it has certain connotations for me. What does that mean for you guys? We'll start with Keelan. When I say to you, what's a good diet? What does that mean to you? What would a good, if you had to describe? A lot of fruit and vegetables. Very good, yeah. Um, like loads of brown bread. Yeah, so and whole wheat yeah, foods. Yeah, yeah. And like brown pasta and brown rice. Very good, yeah, yeah. So they're higher in fiber and they're, they're, they're more fully formed so that they have more nutrients in them. They're, they're less refined and less tampered with. So, yeah, absolutely. Eve, anything to add to that that you if you were thinking about what's a what's a good diet, what's the perfect diet? Just like getting even a good breakfast in and like yeah. make sure you're not like skipping any meals. Yes, and absolutely. Yeah. And like for dinner. Like, I think dinner is like the most important. I know it is. I'm pretty sure breakfast is, but like, there is really like a good 
dinner. Yeah. Like make sure you have a Yeah, answer. yeah. Absolutely. No, absolutely. There's a I know there's a, the saying breakfast is the most important meal of the day. There isn't really a most important meal of the day and different people eat differently. So some people eat three meals a day, some people eat four or five smaller meals a day. Um there's all kinds of different diets around. Um, but you've pretty much you've summed up a balanced diet. So you need enough protein and carbohydrate and fat. You need, as Keelan said, plenty of fruits and vegetables to get in all your nutrients and your fiber, whole foods. So foods that haven't been too, too refined. So, yeah, you, you guys pretty much know, don't you, what a good diet is um, in terms of how you feel. So you're eating a good diet. How, do, how does a good diet or eating well, how does that make you feel? What do you feel that's going to translate into for you, Keelan? We'll start with you. So for me, if somebody said, how does a good diet make you feel? I, it, for me, it's knowing that I'm fueling my body well for the exercise that I do. It's knowing that I'm getting in all the nutrients that I need for my brain and my, you know, to, to work properly for my skin to look good. Um, and it's also for me as a slightly older person, it's protecting against diseases that, you know, might be around the corner later in life, like diabetes and heart disease. Um, but it, for me, a good diet is something that makes me feel full of energy um, and just generally healthy. So for you guys, is that the same or are you, is it different for you? And I'm thinking specifically in terms of, pressure on you to look a certain way or you know social media kind of pressures that you feel do you guys feel under pressure from certain social media to, to look a certain way yeah you do yeah oh, i do yeah yeah Aoife? Well, yeah it's not that i feel like under pressure but you you want to look like that yeah or that probably means under pressure <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. no it does yeah if you're um, looking at if you're looking at people on tv or people you know on, on your instagram and you're seeing people in bikinis or, you know, people who you, who you aspire to be like and you're thinking, comparing your body to their body, for example, or your face to their face, then that's a, a form of pressure that you're putting yourself under to, to look similar to them. So how does that translate into the food that you're eating? Keelan, does it affect what you're eating knowing that you're under this pressure from from outside to, to look a certain way? Yeah, like I'd... Like, yeah. It does? Yeah. Okay. All right. So... It's making you question your food choices. Yeah. Okay. And what are the kinds of influences that we're we're looking to? I know we were chatting before and we talked about Love Island. You guys are watching Love Island at the moment? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about the girls on Love Island who are walking around all day in their bikinis? Well, like, <laughs> fair play to them. If they feel confident enough to do it, then, like, yeah. that's yeah. good that you feel confident about, like, your self-image and all. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Do you think that... Um, they feel confident because they've had surgery? Well, like, I don't think did all... I don't think all of them got surgery, do they? Like, the lip fillers and the Botox yeah. Yeah. and... Yeah. yeah. But, like, I and guess... Eyelashes. Yeah. Nails but if you do, if you feel like you look good and you just, like, want to feel confident, then yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a lot of pressure, though, on young people. And I think for for young people, especially young athletes who are kind of active and fit like you guys... You're, you know, you're looking to role models like, for example, the, the people who you're seeing on Love Island who have modified themselves a lot. I mean, you mentioned the lips and the eyelashes and there, there will be a, a, a million different ways they've modified their faces and bodies. So you guys, are, you know, are looking to them and thinking that that's kind of in inverted commas normal. And it's not it's not giving a great kind of role model for you guys, is it, Keelan? You said that you feel a little bit under pressure with the way you look. Um 
So is this something that you guys are aware of and that your friends are aware of, this kind of disparity between what you're seeing in terms of role models and how you're looking at yourselves? Are you aware that this is kind of going on? Do you want Oh. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> okay. Do you guys know anybody who's struggling with their self-esteem or, or people, you know, without naming names, obviously? Do you guys know of people, young women, who are struggling with what they're eating because they're, you know, punishing themselves because they're not looking the way that these role models look? Yeah, yeah I feel like do. most people, people just feel yeah. that because, like, most people do have, like, social medias and yeah. everyone yeah. has, like, in their head, like, like you said, like, a way of what perfects. Yeah. Does look like yeah. So I feel like everyone like and not loads, not like everyone shows it, but I feel like most people have just have like a bit in them that's just like, yeah. Why like do I not look like that? And like, yeah. what can I do to make myself look like that? Okay. And do you think the answer lies in what they're eating, for example? So going back to my question before, what does a good diet mean to you in terms of how you feel about yourselves? Do you guys, as young women, feel like you can change how you feel about yourselves by what you're eating? Yeah, I definitely feel like that anyway sometimes. You do, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if if you're eating a good diet, a well-balanced diet, how does that make you feel? Keelan, we'll start with you. Um, it makes me feel like good and energized and like fueled. Yeah. And just like I can like ready for training or the yeah. day. Yeah. So you're, you you know, you are young athletes, you guys. Do you find that your the food that you're eating... Um, makes a difference to your training for example what you eat before training what you eat after training yeah it does okay yeah. so Aoife how do, how do you find what you eat affects the way that you train for example yeah I I kind of stopped because I used to be like really just like didn't know so I would like come to train or a match like fully like eating a full steak or something like yeah. I don't know like I like didn't know anything about it but like now I kind of like know more about it and okay. like I've kind of started like watching what I eat before and after and like we have like improved even as a team I feel like because like we're getting older and we kind of understand things more yeah I feel like everyone like knows what's going on so like our training has definitely like improved and all and okay. I feel like everyone has improved yeah. and so you think knowing more about nutrition and being more on the ball with your nutrition as a team even has improved you yeah that's yeah. great that's really good feedback yeah okay so what I wanted to end on was going back to um habit-based eating uh, I've got a little question for you. So each one of us makes uh, a certain number of food-related decisions every day, and this is averaged out for everybody. Just thinking over your kind of average day, how many food-related decisions do you think you might make in a day? We'll start with Keelan. Uh, <laughs> Keelan's already open, it was me. <laughs> um, or Aoife, if you've got any thoughts, jump in. Like... A lot. A lot? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Aoife? Yeah. I, I say it on the same thing. <laughs> want to hazard a number? Um, like, like, will I eat this or not? Like, Anything to do things? with food. Yeah, I yeah, definitely have like a good amount. So I, don't think, I can't put a number on it, but okay. it's definitely a good amount. Yeah. Would it shock you to say that most people on average make over 200 food-related decisions every day? I doubt that's me. Like, I really can't <laughs> I see myself making 200. Yeah, no, same. but do you know why? You The reason that you can't is because most of them are mindless. So most of the decisions that we make about the food that we're eating, we're just doing it subconsciously. So I just wanted to end on that note so that you guys kind of going forward, just it just gives you something to think about. Um, and again, it, it's great to kind of get in and talk to young people 
and get these these kinds of ideas in young because a lot of the people I deal with um, who come to me as nutrition clients when they're older are trying to untangle some of the habits they've got into from you know being teenagers so it's really interesting to just be a little bit more mindful about the food choices we're making and you guys are obviously really knowledgeable about you know the food that you're eating you can see the connection between say not eating enough and not training well enough or not eating enough and not doing well enough in school Um, but I think it's really interesting for parents who might be listening and also for young people that a lot of the food decisions that we're making are kind of going on in the background without us actually being conscious of them. So it's great to just be a little bit more conscious about these things. Um, have you guys got any advice that you would like to give the adults around you, whether it's in school or parents or mentors um, in your sport, about how we can help you with your nutrition, how we can help you stay on top of things or kind of help improve it for you? Have you got any ideas of how we can do that? Even just having just like nicer fruit. It says so bad. Like, <laughs> even just having nice fruit in the house. But yeah. like, they do make fruit like expensive enough though. Yeah. Like cheap, like more like like fat, fat and sugar things. Yeah. They're like cheaper. Yes. And then like your nice, like the nicer kind of like fruit they have to get from other countries. Yes. They're exactly, like more expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like if they were just a bit cheaper, I feel like so I'd nice be. a nice big variety yeah. of fruit. Okay. Yeah. Keelan, anything? Um, For the mentors and the coaches, I think. You know, for half time instead of you know the Luke said. Yes. For I think like oranges or apples, just yeah, yeah. I'd agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's much, it's yeah. much better for you, and that's all the sugar you need actually. Um, okay, so maybe if you guys, how involved are you in kind of the decisions like with what you eat at home? You know, are you very involved in the the food shop that's done, the food that's available, the meal planning that's done? Um, like. If I wanted anything, any requests from the yeah. shop, like my mum would probably get it for me. But other okay. than that, no. OK, so that that's that's a suggestion I'm putting out there. Perhaps young people could get a little bit more involved in the planning of the food and the shopping for food. Um, but there's some good suggestions there. Like, can we have a bit more of a variety of, of kind of fruit available at home to snack on? Um, mentors providing fruit in uh, kind of matches and training. I think that's a great one. Um one we touched on earlier was maybe schools providing more of a kind of formal area for kids to sit down and actually eat their food properly in school. Um, Okay, so we'll finish there for today. Um, If anybody has any ideas on how we can help young people um, with any of these issues, with better nutrition, anything we can provide for them, or if there are any young people who have got any more suggestions for us parents on what we could be doing differently, do get in touch. You can find us at Intelligent Fitness on um, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And we look forward to hearing from you. This podcast was brought to you by Primal Productions.